You're listening to the Gospel Project for Students Weekly Leader Training, helping you lead your students in their journey through the storyline of Scripture. Hey, thanks for joining us for the Weekly Leader Training for the Gospel Project for Students. I'm Drew Dixon. I'm the team leader for Student Ongoing Bible Studies at Lifeway. Today we're discussing Unit 28, Session 3, and it's titled Showing Christ in Times of Trials. Um, This is about... um, a passage that's kind of outside of our normal chronological progression, but it's important to consider the overall context of what's coming as we see the early church continue to grow in Acts. In this session, the big idea we want people to walk away with is that Jesus gives people um, perspective and hope, um, eternal hope and and an eternal perspective in the midst of really difficult times. I mean, the early church faced some really horrific trials. I mean, they were constantly pressured to compromise their faith. They often were worried about their lives, their very livelihood, and yet they continued to trust in Jesus, continued to proclaim the truth about him, even when it meant being stoned and left for dead, even when it meant being put in prison and being told, don't say anything more about Jesus. But instead, what did uh, Peter and John say? They said, we can't stop speaking about the things we've seen and heard. So they refused to stop talking about Jesus. They kept living for Christ. And I think it was because they had the hope that's laid out here. Here we see this in, uh, in verse 6 of First Peter 1. You rejoice in this, even though for a short time, if necessary, you suffer grief in various trials, so that the proven character of your faith, more valuable than gold, which perishable which though perishable is refined by fire, may result in praise and glory and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Though you have not seen him, you love him, and uh, and though not seeing him now, you believe in him and you rejoice with inexpressible and glorious joy because you are receiving the goal of your faith, the salvation of your souls. What's Peter on about there? Well, I think he's saying that, I mean, how is it possible to rejoice in the midst of trials? How is that possible? You know, especially the type of trials that the early church faced. And I think it was this. There's two things going on in the midst of trials um, when we're facing trials. One is that God has not abandoned us. No matter what trial you face, whether you see the point in it or not, whether you see any good coming out of it or not, God has not abandoned you. He's not out. He's not, uh, you know, checked out of this. In fact, Peter promises us, and this is the second thing I want you to see, that God can use trials to refine our faith. He uses this uh, metaphor of like fire um, and, and gold being purified in a furnace. This is something your students probably aren't familiar with, but you know, when you purify gold, the way you do it in a furnace is you heat it up really hot so that the impurities can be separated away from the metal, uh, from the precious metal. And so that's kind of a picture of what God is doing in the midst of our trials. This isn't to say that, um, you know, that. that that we know exact, we don't always know exactly why God is allowing us to face trials, to face difficult times, to face suffering. But this is to say that in the midst of it, it can always strengthen our faith. When we're facing trials, we're we're challenged to go, okay, wait a minute, where's my hope? Where's my sense of purpose? Um, why is this trial worth it to face? Um, and the answer the gospel gives us is because of Jesus, because at the end of that trial is a deeper, closer, more abiding, more joy-filled relationship with him. And the end result of our suffering is going to be that he will be glorified. People will be pointed to him. So instead of just 
constantly going like, why, 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 why am I facing this difficult time or this difficult trial? We ought to go like, how's God going to use this trial for his good, for his glory and eventually for my good? How can, how can this trial be an opportunity to point people to Jesus? How can it be an opportunity to strengthen my faith? Who can I love and serve and point to Jesus through the midst of this trial? So there's a question on page 36 in the middle of the page there, and it says, how can you keep your focus on Jesus rather than your circumstances when you're walking through suffering? Um, that's hard to do, isn't it? I find it hard to do, because what do we want to focus on in the midst of trials? Circumstances. We want the difficult thing that we're facing to go away, um, right? If you have a loved one who's suffering, we want their suffering to end right now. If... Um, you know, you're being made fun of at school or something. You want the people who are making fun of you to stop and maybe even to get their due, right? You want somebody to put them in their place. Um, but when we look to Jesus, we see someone who loves self-sacrificially, who loves even in the face of insults and tells us to do the same. We're to love not just our friends and those who can do good things for us, but our enemies and those who persecute us. So um, look to Jesus, right? That's the kind of person he was, and that's the way that he loved. This isn't to say that this is easy. It's not easy. We need Jesus. Gosh, we need Jesus, don't we? Um, let's look to him. Uh, let's look to him for the hope, strength, and perspective that we need. Um, thanks for uh, spending time with me in the Gospel Project. I hope that your, that your session goes really well this week. Thanks for listening to this week's leader training for the Gospel Project for students. For more resources to help you guide your group through the session, visit gospelproject.com.